I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff, people from our community. Ooh, it's a treat, and it is a treasure. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. Raise the roof for Christ and Jesus specifically, Hallie. How are you? I am too anointed to be disappointed. I'd say you're definitely looking... Uh, anointed, Hallie. That is a new hair color you oh, have today. Oh, wonderful. You like it? I'm so glad you noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Um, The front is called Cosmic Red. Okay. And then the back is, I'm going for a strawberry blonde in the back, if you can see that. That's just called Strawberry Bomb. Oh, that's a little two-tone, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it? Seems like the middle part only a hummingbird could see. Yeah. How, so, oh, you just came from the salon then? Yes. And I have to tell you, I experienced the most beautiful God thing when I was there. I was talking to the girl who washes hair. She's different from the women who do the color of the cutting. She's younger and okay. she just does the washes your hair. And I like it because she's got nails and she scratches your scalp and it feels so relaxing when you're sitting there in the chair with the warm water running down, you know, your scalp. It's so nice. It yes. feels like a good pampering. And I really look forward to it and I really like it. And we get to talking, me and the hair wash gal. And, you know, I'm always trying to witness to her. And this time she said, you know what? I just wanted to tell you that I'm saved. And I said, wow, that is so awesome because I feel better knowing that it's a Christian scrubbing my scalp, you know, because that's a little intimate, you know, I guess my DNA is under her fingernails now. And, and, you know, in the eyes of a detective, you know, that could have be proof that she murdered me, but it's just proof that she She, washed my hair. Right. It's an intimate act, and I felt so good that it was being done by a Christian. And she said, in fact, I've been using my medium, my art form, you know, the hair washing, to really be doing my own ministry. A lot of times if I don't have a talker and somebody's just, you know, laying back with their eyes closed and enjoying the, 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 
wash uh, that what she does, this gal, is that she does a sort of a secret baptism because she oh. is, you know, she's got the water flowing over their head. She's, you know, dunking their head down in that sink and that it kind of counts in her mind. And she said, I'm praying these, um, I'm praying Christ into these people's lives and I'm baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That is safe and sorry. I think that's cool. Isn't that so cool? I thought, you know, it's no skin off that person's knows they don't know what's happening but you know she's nudging them closer and closer to the gates of heaven and i said that is awesome what a ministry a secret baptism ministry sort of a clandestine way to get them dunked and you know to the pearly gates i say whatever it takes I just love when stuff like that happens, don't you? And then you? she and I had a good old laugh because as she was washing my hair after my dye job, she said, look at that, Hallie. I can tell you're already washed in the blood. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? Because the sink was full of that red dye. You oh. know, it did kind of look like a murder scene in there. Yeah. Jesus frees us from the prison of sin. Our guest today has been freed from an actual prison. It's my pleasure to introduce Gary Oland. Welcome to the program. How are you feeling today, Gary? Hello, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. Gary, it is really nice to have you. And for those who don't know, and maybe you could tell us a little bit about how you came to Twin Hills as a part of a prison ministry that I think once you, you got out, you were able to find a home here. Isn't that right? That's right. Well, uh, let's see. As you said, I, I don't have a lot of experience with religion. I was raised in in various orphanages, and I oh. spent my teens in, in a sewer. Oh, oh in, a, wow. in, a, in a actual sewer. Wow. Um, but yes, and while I was in prison, I was introduced to religion. And Wonderful. Uh, y- your church has a, an outreach program and, and ministry, and... Um, as, as soon as I was released, that's exactly what I was needed, and I got involved with the congregation, and I've been involved for the last three years, and now I, I work for Steve um, <sighs> as a second assistant. Oh, that's so a cool. A second assistant to Steve. I mean, it, <gasps> Callie, what an amazing story of someone who was literally living mm-hmm. in a sewer, mm-hmm. and I do appreciate the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, tattoo you've got there on your, on your arm. Is that sort of a reference to that? Yes, it's... Uh, I find it to be very humorous. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Because the turtles are a joke, but what happened to me is not funny at all. What happened to you? Um, I was abused as a child. Oh, it Um, grieves the heart of God. um, I was... I lost my parents at a very young age. Oh, no. Like Batman. Uh, Again, another cartoon character that... Yes, like Batman, sure, but also like... Many other orphans who yeah, lost their yeah, parents. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, I guess so, yeah. It's, it, it was a sad upbringing. Yes. And I acted out, and, but now I'm past that. Yes. And I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry we are kind of focusing on the prison stuff, because I guess that is, that is interesting to maybe people who listen to podcasts, but I do... Yeah, well, I'm an open book. I, I, I'm willing to discuss anything. Well, what kind of abuse were you taking that you ended up in a, in a sewer? Well, I... I was living, my father locked me in a basement okay. for the first few years of my life. So I got used to living in the dark, living in the wet, damp spaces. Oh. And so when I left my father 
I felt most comfortable there. I see. Um, and then my parents died in an accident, oh. a car accident. Oh, oh no. no. Well, I've heard on Fox and Friends that there are full cities underneath a lot of towns like mm. Vegas. There's a whole sewer city under there and lots of, you know, uh, uh, like mole people living down there or something. I've seen it on the news. Sure, mole people, yes. Yes, and also... Many people who just don't have another place to go. Yes. Mm. But I, I, you know, I, it, it's okay. Um, I'm proud of where I come from. I'm proud of where I grew up. And is in, uh, I'm guess I'm just looking at your other tattoo uh, because yes. the, the Ninja Turtles holding a pizza box that says Gary, Indiana. And I'm guessing that. Yes. Okay. It, what about it? Oh, is that where you're from? Well, I'm Gary, and, and oh. oh, and we're in Indiana. And now I yeah. live in that in yeah. Indiana. Yes. Oh. but no, this no reference to the Music Man or anything like that. Oh, I no. see. Where are you from? Um, I'm actually from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. <gasps> well, I'll tell you what. I mean, your story is just a a miracle, and I think it's proof that you know uh, God can can use anything to bring people to Him. Even you know a kid living in a sewer who didn't have a chance, who just got beaten and shoved in a basement and, you know, lived this kind of sad Harry Potter under the stairs story or some such. And now here you are. You're probably in one of the most lauded positions in this whole institution, Gare. I, I, I think everyone, thousands of people would want to be in, in Steve's presence and working with Steve. I mean, well, I, I, I do like being in Steve's presence and I just, you know, I'm happy ever since I was released, but I still feel like the community um, at Twin Hills, just doesn't fully trust me yet. Why? Why do you think that is? Probably because of all the things I did, and you know, the world says you can't live here, you can't work here, yeah. you're not welcome. Right. But I, I really don't want to be an outsider anymore. I don't have the desire to hurt anyone anymore. Um, but I want to move past that. But didn't, but now you are living here and you are working here and you are part of the community. That's right. Do you think that's maybe a, more of a hang up with you? Because I, as far as I can tell, you know, everybody everybody treats you at least with I would say respect. But you know, uh, it just I, I can understand because you you do right. you do look a bit rough still, and that's just kind of I think maybe that even though you've been out for three years. Yes. Well, I have a lot of stress and anxiety. Oh, you do. Um, and PTSD. Oh, from sure. In a, yeah. In a goddamn sewer. Um, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Um, oh, it probably slips out. Look, I was a sinner. I was depraved. Now I'm not. I'm completely over it. Yes. And I feel I've earned the community's trust to do a little bit more. I'd like to spread my wings at the church. Ooh. You know, I, I, I'm relegated to being this second assistant, which is an assistant to an, ass an assistant. But I, I, I could be the treasurer. Let me be uh, the, uh, the women's worship leader. Let me be a children's director. Let me yes. lead a You know, I have all these ideas of what I want to do. I see. Church. Well, oh, could I ask a question? Because awesome. maybe there is a calling that you have in one of those ministries. What did, what did you do that landed you in prison for, okay. for that time? I, I mean, would you like to know what I what I did or what I was arrested for? Oh, oh, are those two different things. Those separate things. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, I well, guess what they what they put you in the slammer for? Yeah, uh, public intoxication. Is oh, that well, that's right. not too bad, right? Well, that's, that's pretty bad. bad. So, but it what did you do? Let's see. I I maimed a family. Oh no. I I kidnapped dozens of dogs. I embezzled funds. Oh. From a few non-profit organizations. This was a, this was a time, a phase. Right. Yes. I, I I robbed a convenience store. I shot the clerk in the legs. Oh. I hurt my I hurt my grandmother real bad. Oh no. Yes, I put her in the bathroom for six hours. Oh. I locked 
I locked the door. Of course, that's all behind me. I right. like that. And Get a she was, break. you know, she was rude. She was very rude at the time. Uh-huh. And but now that's over. That was a different part of my life. Right. Yes. That's. It sounds like Satan was at the wheel. Maybe the evil one had control of you. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. But but now that I'm out. We must rehabilitate, and we must trust to do that. We must trust. Yes. Don't you agree? Yes, yes. And, and it's covered in the blood. We must trust. When you, which him? What are you talking about? So when you, uh, yeah, you said when we rehabilitate him, you're referring to he, him as as you. He, well, yes, yes. him. Uh, I, I mean, sometimes I refer to myself in the third person. I, it's, it's from when I did all these terrible things. Oh. I. Sure. Yes, I disassociated. That's what oh. my therapist says. My therapist, I have something. I'm technically known as as a reformed maniac. Oh, is that right? Essentially, wow. Yes. That's what my therapist calls me, at least. You know. Okay. Wow. Well, reformed is is like redeemed. Now you're redeemed in the blood of Jesus too. It might sound weird to you, but you get washed in the blood. All your That's sins what I'm are saying. Wasn't Jesus a convict? Jesus himself was a good convict. point. Good point. The Romans found him guilty. That is true. That's right. I mean, we focus on the resurrection, right? right. But. His most important work on the cross, he did as a convict. He did That's as a right. criminal. Wow, right. I never thought of that. What a <gasps> beautiful yes. idea. Yes. And I guess, you know, maybe circling back, knowing some of the things you did, you know, there are certain places here at the church that might be better than second assistant. Would, uh, would you no, put me, if I led a children's group, would you allow me? Do you think you'd allow me with your children? Would you? Would you allow me around them? Well, I, you trust me. I definitely trust you, and you know, I think, uh, in, in you know, anybody who is is vetted by Steve, I definitely trust. Definitely, um, but definitely. You know, around children, I mean, maybe have you thought about anything uh, that that you could work? Even I'm trying to think, Hallie, something that wouldn't be necessarily people or ladies based or or children based that could still have that same sort of gravitas. Or financial, financial right. uh, base. So like if I wanted to lead, you'd say if I wanted, like I proposed to Steve to lead a group of young developing girls who are in search of leadership, you'd think that would be too much. That might if be, If I proposed yeah. that to Steve, because that's what I'm, I'm trying to think of something to come to Steve with. Gary, I'd let you around my kid. You I will. have a son named Day. He's an adolescent and he gives me so much guff and I'd like him to hang out with you so you could scare him straight. I mean, maybe you could pitch that to right. Steve. How old is Day? He's smack dab in the middle of his teenage years and those are the worst oh, years. He's are. so disrespectful. He's questioning everything in the Bible and I think if he spent some time with you, you could scare him straight. I mean, maybe you could lead a whole bunch of teen boys and you know get, get, put the fear of God in them well I, I I hate to ask this question but and this has nothing to do with anything highly but what does he look like he's kind of got a narrow nose he's kind of got a pointy chin he's kind of yes. got uh, scruffy scruffy brown Scruff. hair he's real tall he's yes. very skinny right now you know how adolescent boys yeah. just are like rib cages and shoulder blades plays plays, plays in the mud I oh yeah he comes in he skateboards and comes in covered yes. in mud and bruises and yes. blood and everything yes um, he really likes okay. books he likes video games uh, he likes well, going out with his friends I just feel like people at that age they need leadership yes. they need someone to show them what to do yes you know yeah so i i'd be certainly happy to get him and his friends into a group yeah, wonderful yeah. okay you could name the group you could set a meeting I time mean, or maybe treasurer treasurer might be a bit uh, it might be great that might be exactly what you need to be doing and you don't think that me embezzling funds would get in the way of that 
I, I don't know. As long I don't, I wouldn't call embezzling as long as you're assigning them to things that the church is a part of. I'm trying to think right. of different ministries in the church that aren't associated with the things you got incarcerated for. Maybe the prayer ministry. All you got to do that? there is pray uh, for a bunch of people and mm. with a bunch of people. Maybe the um, maybe you could work in the food court here at church. You know, uh, uh, I, work the pizza I, bar. I, I, you know, I I would love to do the prayer group. You know, okay. that sounds right up my alley. I did lose. A little credibility with with Steve uh, a few weeks ago when I proposed kissing as a, a part of an act of forgiveness and repentance and in in in, in praying. Mm. And who, who uh, are you kissing? I think I'm just. I feel like we don't get close to each other when we forgive and when when we apologize, and that the person who who you wronged. Needs a little bit of affection. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Well, I bet the reason Steve didn't like that is because Judas kissed Jesus, mm. and it was his sign of betrayal. Mm. That's that might be right. Maybe that's why he didn't want me to kiss. One question, um, and this is uh, sort of a non sequitur, but you are the one who, you, you drive sort of a hatchback to sell, isn't that right? Yes, I do. And is that a stand-on-top wave runner that you've always been, that you're always pulling behind it on a trailer? Yes. But I've never seen you actually take the wave runner off of it. Right. No, I, I, I can't, I, I locked it on too hard. Oh, it's stuck. I can't take the... Whoa. Yes, it's stuck. No, but... um. I, I wish I could take that wave runner out. Especially when there's lots of snow on the roads. Oh, you know. must be yes. fishtailing that thing all over the place. Yes. Well, I always know when you're coming because there's only one 1980s to sell in the parking lot with a yes. wave runner on the back. That's and that, right. must, that is yours. Well, don't go through my trunk. Oh, <laughs> don't go look in mine. Well, it either. is a hatchback, so it, it's kind of You can kind of see in there. Well, I, I need, yeah, well, I need the room, you know. Uh, yeah. But anytime you're moving something from one place to another. I mean, I would do a pickup truck, but, you know, they have an open back usually. Right. Yeah. What were your hobbies in prison? Well, obviously, I, I, I came to the Bible. Awesome. Um, but I, I I was a bad boy. Oh, in, in the clanker, huh? Yes. Oh, uh, wow. It took me a while before I reformed. Ah. But I used to play basketball. Okay. That's and okay. I used to... I ran a gang. Oh, oh wow. Yes. Was it was it one of those gangs cuz I always I always have this thing about prisons where I'm like where you tie your wrists together with a knife and then you dance around. Oh, it it wasn't like it wasn't like, no, it wasn't a musical. Oh. No, it wasn't uh, the be, uh the beat it video. Well, I've never heard of it. Oh, uh, beat it? No. It's it's no, from, it's, uh, it's from Gary Indiana. It's from, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh no, it's a, a Michael Jackson song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Yes, he had a well, yeah, well, he's he was he was a uh, great singer, great singer. Yeah, for sure. I, I used to listen to him before I came to the church. Uh, yeah. Um, but yes, no, the gang was very violent. Oh, okay. We would hurt each other very badly. Oh. Inside the inside gang? Inside the gang. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Inside the gang. Yes. What was the gang called? It was called KVC. KVC. Yes. K Kids violently chilling. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And you didn't, I just always, I guess in my mind, I, that's a Michael Jackson thing, the knives and dancing around. I just always thought that was a gang thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it could be. I mean, it's a gang in, in, I think, media and movies and, and such. They portray, they don't want to, when they don't want to portray 
too much violence, they have a metaphor for it. And I think that's what you're talking about. Oh, probably. I see. Yeah, Michael Jackson wasn't very big in Australia, so uh, oh, we just, right? just never came there. Oh, wow. No one listened to him. That's crazy. I would, no one. No huh? one. Oh, wow. He really, it just never broke through there. Oh, wow. That's unbelievable. I, I thought he was just worldwide fame and one of the most famous people ever. No, you know, I had heard of him, I think, but there was, there was another guy. And actually, in Australia, we had our own Michael Jackson, who was a bit better. Oh, wow. What's his, what was his name? His name was Bobby Lindy. And Bobby, he was better than Michael Oh, he Jackson. was much better. He was much better, and he would do the dance with the knives. But he, you know what he did was a bit different. Mm. They would put knives on both hands and tie both the hands together, which was much more dangerous and much harder to dance. Two knives. Two knives. Two knives. And it always kind of looked Bobby like Lindy. Bobby Lindy. And they they called it the Bobby. Can you sing me a small refrain from the song? Oh, you don't know the song Bobby Lindy where he'd be like dancing in a circle, dancing in a circle with a knife. Dancing in a circle. Wow, it's very literal. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he was very literal. And then he'd be like, you're there in the middle. You're there. You're there That's pretty in good, the middle. Wow, mm, Shamo. <laughs> he weirdly sounds a lot like Michael Jackson if he's saying Shamo. Well, Michael Jackson based his whole thing on Bobby Lindy. Wow. Oh, really? That was true. Oh, yeah. Wow. And Bobby Lindy was white as milk. Wow. Holy That's unbelievable. Yeah. It, Which Michael Jackson copied later. I've never heard. I've never, I mean, I've never heard of Bobby Lindy, but I guess. Yeah, Bobby Lindy. I, I'll look him up. Yeah. Pl- oh, you got I'll to. I mean, yeah. So anyway, we just, I'm sorry to, that I just kind of had that in my head because Bobby Lindy had this whole music video where all the prisoners were all tied together, both hands with knives. They're all dancing around. It's really That's dangerous. Incredible. Yeah, the, Maybe, you know what? Maybe I could do, I could do music. Music director. Music Christian check. music videos. Do you do, yes. do you do much music? Well, I have a, I have a background in music. Oh, do you? you? Know, I used to teach, yes, I used to teach piano, oh. private piano lessons. But then I obviously had to stop because I got too angry at the students. Oh, I see. Yes. So yeah, maybe music. Have you ever hit a child? Have what? Have you ever hit well, if spanking counts, I certainly did that to all my kids. Oh. <laughs> I wish spanking counted. Well, I, have you ever hit a child? Um, when I was a child, I did. I I did strike another child. I think one time, and one time I accidentally put my knee in a boy's crotch. Oh. Tell me that story. Well, I was mad about something, and so I acted like I was handing him his ball back, but I walked right up to him to act like I was putting the ball in his hand, and when he reached out for the ball, I sent my knee right into his, well, you know, into his his soft stuff. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and he well, fell right yes. over in the snow. He went down onto his side, and I, I've, I've always felt awfully guilty for that. Yes. Yes, well, but never as an adult. No, except for all the spankings. You never hit day. No, no. And now he's taller than me, so I couldn't. I'd like to. I want to. Believe me. Oh, don't ever have a teenager. It's it's just a burden I carry. Well, spa- spare the rod, spoil the child. Isn't, Isn't that, that right? what we said? That's what the Bible says. Yes, and believe me, I'm not sparing anything. We are all depraved and saved by the grace yep. of God, That's aren't awesome. we? Yes, we That's are. That's right. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that such a... Isn't that such a great reminder, Hallie? Oh, and forgive me if this is too personal mm. a question, Gare, but I've always wondered, what's the food like in prison? Uh, the food is not good, oh. I have to say. Oh, no. Yes, it's, it's like school cafeteria food mm. that really? you have, um, but much, you know, just not great. Yeah, mm. not great. See, that, and that's another mm-hmm. difference from Australia, where the food actually in prisons is 
quite good. Oh, it's is that right? Good. Oh, is it? What kind of food do they have in prison? Mostly French. And and the weird thing is, there sometimes people will commit crimes just to go to prison, and this was oh, kind of the problem. Yeah. Oh, wow. because you know Australia was founded by yeah prisoners. prisoners, and so when they got there, they were like, hey, we want the food to be good. So wow. they said, oh, we want to do it French. Yeah, that sounds. It sounds. I mean, if you commit, if I commit another crime, which I won't, but if I do, I will kill. I will do it in Australia. That's a great, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely not the crime part. But if you're going to be in Australia, try. Yes. I mean, I'm just saying, try. Yeah. Try to. If you're going to do a crime, do, do it in Australia. Yeah, is what you're saying. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And and do you think? And I guess I, I wonder when I just think about your life and you've done. Yes, you've, you're so honest. You've done bad things. You've you've given such great mm-hmm. testimony about those things. What was it about the story of Jesus that really? just got you excited to come work here at Twin Hills? Well, like I said, you know, Jesus was a criminal just like me. Wow. And I think it's... Did you feel changed? You know, love your, love your neighbor as yourself, I would say. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes, yes, I felt, of course, I felt changed. I felt called to serve as Jesus was. And did you have a moment where he like, did you have any experience where he came to you and you, 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 you could feel? Of course. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I still do. Really? Yes. I'm, every time I feel any kind of doubt or that compulsion seeping back in, he speaks to me. Really? And he says, remember why you're here. Oh. Remember what you, you know, when I first came to the church, a little, a tiny little story. Uh, the reverend told me to keep coming back. I didn't want to. I felt like an outcast. Oh. But he said, if the people in this church have a problem with it, then they really don't understand grace. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And it'll be a better place without them. And he made me feel welcome. Right? Wow. He made me, even when he found me in his sh- in the shower, I know you know that there's... Oh, yeah. The, like the know, one the, in his office? The church ha- yeah, he has that Yes, the church has... Ba- private yes. bathroom in well, his I was, office. I was there. I wasn't supposed to be there, but I, he found me. Oh. I should say he caught me. I shouldn't say he found He caught me playing with the body wash. There's some body wash in the shower. And in any case, he accepted me. And so I just feel like the story of Jesus is about acceptance. It's about forgiveness. And that's what drew me into the church. Wow. And I just think what that says about the character of Steve, I mean, we just hold him in such high regard because he proves over and over to be such a man of God that he's not afraid of somebody just because they're a con, an Uh, ex-con. He's not afraid of somebody who's got tattoos and looks kind of maniacal and all of that. And, And What's it like when you two are alone together? What do you do? Well, you know, I, he's, you're right. He's very accepting. He doesn't judge me. I've told him, hey, you know, uh, have I thought about causing more harm? Sure. That pops into my head, you know, every day almost. You oh, know, really? I want to hurt this person. I want to push that congregant. I want to, you know, I want to grab that woman. Um, but... You know, I, I, I get those sensations of, you know, and they're fleeting. He tells me those are fleeting. You are not your thoughts. Yes. You know, they come and go. Everyone has these thoughts. He even said he himself has a bad thought here. Wow. Oh, isn't that yeah. amazing? Wow. Well, you're going to have to just get used to what used to be the voice of Lucifer, the evil one, the morning star, mm. whispering all these bad ideas into your eyes into your ears like grab that gal and shake her or grab her bottom or something and get 
get a big fistful of rump or something. If I mean, sure, much much worse than that, but sure, yeah. Okay, well, that was the voice of the evil one, but now you got to listen for the voice of God because the Bible says it's a still small voice, and so if you hear a still small voice, that's the Holy Spirit, my friend. Well, can I ask you a question? Yeah. On that note, I, 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 how do you know the difference? How do you know the difference between the devil speaking? And Jesus talking to you because they sound an awful lot the same to me. Really? Yes. Sometimes I I don't know. It sounds like Jesus telling me to do bad things. And sometimes it sounds like the devil telling me to do good things. Mm. Really? Well, the Bible just says that the voice of God is a still, small, small voice. voice. So yeah. I think I would, mm. if you hear it, then say, is that voice still? And is it small like that, you know? But if the voice, I guess, if it's still and small, but it's saying like push that lady or or grab a fistful of rum or break that that's break not that Jesus um, break those legs or whatever, I'm I'm yeah steal that underwear steal yeah I wouldn't yeah I would think that that would even if it's still and small, you might want to really pass the content of what the voice is saying yeah because yeah maybe sometimes right because maybe it's the devil in the sky right the devil yeah. in the maybe sky. he's trying to trick you yeah and 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 like I mean. Like the old, like the old Bobby Lindy song says, you know, you're the devil in disguise. Oh. Um, put down that knife and and move your thighs. Can I hear that song, please? Oh, mm, mm. you're the devil in disguise. Oh, mm, mm. put down that knife and move your thighs. Mm. Man in the mirror says. Wait, wait a second. Yes. Hold on a second. That's. Very close really? to Michael Jackson. He had a song called "Man in the Mirror." <gasps> Michael oh, that, Jackson ripped him off. Oh, they, that is a Bobby. Unbelievable. Lin- I mean, it's the, yes, I guess he just stole it. I know, know that doesn't make sense because the man in the mirror is the devil in disguise. That's the whole oh. music video. Bobby Lindy oh. is looking into the mirror, and it's the devil looking back at him. And the only way he Terrifying. knows it's the devil is because it looks like Bobby Lindy in the mirror. But then when he looks into the eyes of himself, uh-huh. he sees a little flame, and that's how he oh. knows. Wow. Really powerful. That's unbelievable. I can't believe you all I got to look this guy he's up. He's so good. He's really, really good. He sounds, he, first of all, he sounds so good. And I like that he doesn't mince words. If he's singing about something, that's what the lyrics of the song are. Yeah. There's no me, there's no metaphor. There's nothing. There's no simile. There's, it's just these are the words that I'm and singing. And that is like the Bible, isn't it? It's like the Bible's not a metaphor. That's literal. And yes, uh, it you sure be, literal. You that, be, that happens. That happens. You want to be living your life literally, not metaphorically. Oh, yeah. Mm. And Gare, uh, yes. just another word of advice, hearing that you like underpants, mm. I was thinking maybe you should avoid the sports ministry. Because oh. if you're in there in the locker rooms and whatnot with all them fellas, I bet you're going to see some drawers and some underpants and some boxers and some briefs. So maybe no, avoid no, the sports I actually, ministry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fight you on this. I think I'd be really good, you know, just you describing it. And sure, you know, underwear is great. But I, I really think I could, I, you know, I'm past this. And this is what I'm talking about. Let me spread my wings. Give me some responsibility. You know, this is how we rehabilitate. This is how we oh. reduce recidivism. Oh, you know? okay, yeah. We, we, yes, we get me going it. I, I Throw me into the deep end. Okay, I see. Yeah. With the underwear, with the, 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 you know, young bodies walking around. You know, if okay. I was an alcoholic, you'd put me in a bar. I see. Uh, you know what I'm yes, saying? Are you an okay. alcoholic? Yes, I am. 
I am an alcoholic. But but uh, what's it called? I'm an addict. I'm an I have I'm addicted to many things. But, okay. but you're recovered. You're recovered. And you're that's redeemed, right. my that's friend. Right. That's you're recovered right. and that's redeemed, right. and it's washed in the blood. It's really hard, you know. Once you set a, a a pattern in your life and call yourself something, it's really hard to detach yourself from that label because you you pigeonhole yourself. Right. You know. Yeah, you really do. To me, I'm always the, uh, you know, the creepy neighbor who's you know. Peeps into your window at night. You know, I can't lose that image of myself. Ah. Uh, you know? Did you do that too? Yes. Oh, peeping time. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I was a dirty man. Did you flash people naked under a trench coat? Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Well, not under a trench coat, in a phone booth. Today's guest was Gil Ozeri. Follow his great work on Big Mouth and Human Resources and follow him at Tall Gil Ozeri. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>